Next Level Fam. I'm Pastor Deshaun, and I'm so excited to be with you. It is always an honor to bring you the Word of God every single time. I don't take it for granted. Today, we're concluding our series called Unleashed, and I want to talk to you about Sharpen Your Axe. And I'm hearing so many wonderful things that God is doing in your life through this series. And I know that you're going through many battles. And so I got a word for you from the Lord to encourage you, to help you, to step into a season of breakthrough as we start fasting. Let me start off with a true story. There were two lumberjacks. One was quite older than the other. And the younger lumberjack was somewhat proud of the fact that he could chop down a large number of trees quicker than any other lumberjacks. Even though the older lumberjack was known for his speed, he felt an urge to challenge the younger one. So he proposed a challenge to see who could cut down the most trees in one day. So they began. And the younger man was chopping down one after another and he would not stop. He was determined to beat this old guy. He knew it looked pretty good for himself when he noticed the older lumberjack would chop for one hour, then take 15 minutes rest. But when the end of the day came, the older lumberjack had cut down 33% more than the younger lumberjack. The younger man got irritated. He got mad and he's like, how could it be possible that you cut more trees than I did, even though you were taking so many breaks all day and I cut furiously all day? The older lumberjack uh, looked at him and said, it's quite simple. Every time I stopped and sat down, I sharpened my axe. A lot of us have been working hard to do right, but with dull axes. And then we're wondering why the trees are not falling in our lives. It's time for us to sharpen our axes. Put it in the chat. Sharpen your axe. That's what fasting and praying does to us. It sharpens the inner man so that we can gain spiritual victory. Matthew 17, 21 says, However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. This isn't something that you do because we mention fasting at church. This is something you do when you need a huge spiritual breakthrough. I want us uh, as a church and as individuals to experience a breakthrough this year. Not just going to God during crisis time, but it's a great idea to fast on a regular basis. Jesus said, this mountain can only be removed. This tragedy can only be reversed. This circumstance can only be overcome by prayer and fasting. See, we hear a lot about prayer, but not much about fasting. So we're putting a huge focus in the last three, four weeks. Because this fasting and prayer could change the trajectory of your life. Jesus said that in his absence, fasting was to be a priority. Fasting is the way to get to God quickly. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. In the Bible, fasting occurred during the burdens of life that demanded a spiritual breakthrough. Emotional burdens, relational burdens, circumstantial burdens, physical burdens, ministerial burdens, directional burdens, and whatever burdens you are going through right now that is weighing heavy on your shoulders. Fasting is the deliberate abstinence of physical gratification to achieve spiritual goal. It's a denial of the flesh to gain a response from the spirit. It's renouncing the natural to get into the supernatural. It's saying no to yourself in order to hear a yes from God. 
Zechariah 7, 5 to 6 says, Say to all the people of the land and to the priests, when you fasted and mourned in the fifth and seventh month during those years, did you really fast for me? For me? When you eat and when you drink, do you not eat and drink for yourselves? Hey, let me ask you a question. When you eat, who do you eat for? I can guarantee it's for nobody but you. You do not eat with me in mind and I don't eat my chicken fried rice with you in mind. I'm only concerned about three people, me, my and myself, me, myself and I, I become an obedient servant to myself. I even eat when I don't need to eat. But when you fast, God says that's for him because that's when we get his attention. Food satisfies us, but fasting satisfies God. When we are hungry, we put something inside of us to satisfy our craving, our cry for hunger. But when we are fasting, we are saying the cry of my soul is more important than the cry of my belly. The reason we get God's attention when we fast is because we are putting more importance on the inner man than on the outer man. What you're saying is that your broken spirit and broken soul is more important than your belly and body. In other words, it's more important that I feed my relationship with God than I feed my physical self. It's a matter of priority. Sharpen your axe. Look at this closely. When God created Adam, he made him out of what? Dirt. How much is the value of dirt? Five bucks? But when God made man, he breathed into him the breath of life. Then the man became a living soul. Our value is not in our bodies, but in our souls. What many of us do is we overstuff the body and starve the soul. We focus on the temporary part of us while the soul is begging to be fed. When we get our priorities right, we get God's attention. Just ask yourself, how many times are you in the gym when you could go to the gym compared to how many times you were in the house of the Lord? Let me give you an example. You cannot build a skyscraper with the foundation of a mud hut. The deeper the foundation, the higher the building. We want to be super spiritual Christians, but don't want to do anything hard. We don't want to make meaningful sacrifices. We, we don't focus on building strong foundation, but wonder how come we can't have the CN Tower and how come we can't do great things for God. It's because we neglected fasting and praying. And that's why as a church, we are putting out teaching on it. It's so crucial. Fasting is God's way to get you into a deeper spiritual reality. The principle of fasting is this, giving up your body cravings because you want to sharpen the spirit man on the inside. You want your spirit man to be on fire. Number two, purpose of fasting. Isaiah 58 has the best passage regarding fasting from verses 1 to 4. Why do we fast? To make your voice heard on high. For God to respond to your prayer. For heaven to hear your prayer. When you fast with the proper motivation, your voice is heard on high. Heaven hears your voice. God is moved by your prayer and sacrifice. 
When you fast, you're desperate to make your voice heard on high. It makes your prayer life effective and powerful. It's a humbling experience to fast. Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word from my mouth. Life is just not about how well you're doing with your body. In fact, some people spend so much money on the outer man, on the outer experience, because the inner man, the inner self is so ugly. The uglier your inner man is, the more money you might be spending on your outer man to camouflage how messed up you truly are. The issue is our inner man must be beautified. Our inner man has to be fed to complement, to match with what we're trying to do with the outer man. Fasting is the way to do that. Fasting acknowledges our spiritual nature. That there's more to me than what you see. Put that in the chat. There's more to me than what you see. That's why I like 1 Thessalonians 5.23. It says, May God Himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're spirit, we're soul and body in that order. Not body, soul and spirit. If you think your body, soul and spirit in that order, you live your life from the outside in rather than the inside out. Your spirit, let me define that. That's the part of you that gives you the ability to communicate with God. That's your spirit. Your soul is the part of you that has the ability to communicate with yourself. That's soul. Your body gives you the ability to communicate with the environment, your five senses. That's your body. But we mess it up. We rearrange the order that God desires and designed us with. Why are we messed up? The reason we have messed up bodies is because we have messed up souls. And the reason we have messed up souls is because we're not under the control of the Spirit. When the Spirit is healthy, it exercises the soul. When the soul is healthy, it shows through in our bodies. Number three, you must die if you want to live. Let me give you an example. In Mexico, there's an Aztec ruin that leads to a gorgeous seaside cavern. But to get to it, you need to crawl through a tiny opening. We want beautiful things. We want beautiful sight. But we don't want to humble ourselves and do the crawling. We don't like crawling. You have to humble yourself before God. That's what James 4 says. That God will only lift up those who humble themselves. It means to bow down. Not only physically in the outward, but spiritually. How about our attitudes, our motives? And fasting is a way of bowing down. I'm giving up food. I'm giving up gratification in order that I might experience God at the next level. Another example. Plant a seed in the ground. Bury it. What happens? It dies. It dies only to give life to a plant. Break the seal of the cologne and then you get the scent. Baby chick must break out of the shell in order for the real life to emerge. 
So what God is saying is that if you want the outer man to be right, to do right, then the inner man must be set free. Let me ask you something. Have you tried eating unpopped popcorn? Hmm? Unpopped popcorn. It's not pleasant, is it? Because the shell is hard and it busts your teeth. How many of you broke your teeth eating unpopped popcorn? It's still popcorn, but it hasn't been popped yet. But put it under the fire. Pop, pop, pop. Snap, crackle and pop. It will bring out the popcorn to its full potential. It will bring out the popcorn to its reason for its existence. And that'll manifest. It'll be brought into reality through the fire. The shell was holding it in. The shell was limiting it until the fire came. Maybe today you are going through the fire. And you're like, God, why? But God is saying, son, daughter, I am taking you to your full potential. Hang in there. Don't quit now because the gold is refined through the fire. You cannot shine like gold without going through the fire. You cannot have a testimony if you don't get the test. If you go, don't go through the test, you cannot have a message if you don't go through the mess. The shell was holding in and limiting that kernel, that popcorn, until the fire came. So when you come to God in the environment of fasting, He gets your spirit on fire. And then your spirit gets your soul on fire, so that your soul breaks through your body. And all this time we didn't know there was so much Goodness in us, so much righteousness inside of us. Because we were stuck in the shell. I wonder what kind of shell you're stuck in today. But God is bringing that fire to release you. It's all because you came into His presence. And because you bowed down before Him in humbleness. And He broke you into your purpose. To be broken means to be stripped off your self-sufficiency. You need to humble yourself. Come before Him with full honesty and say, God, I can't do this anymore. Lord, I throw my failures at Your feet. Lord, I throw my inabilities at Your feet. I can't do this, God, without You. Then God says, now we're ready. Because now you recognize that you're broken. As long as you think you got this, you're not broken. You're not ready for the next level. Most people try to live their Christian lives in their own power, in their own strength. What they are doing is calling on the flesh. Check this. They're calling on the flesh to get the flesh, to help defeat the flesh. Does that make sense? It's a contradiction. You cannot make a resolution of the flesh to fix the flesh, the very thing that is causing the problem. We need to fall on our faces and cry out to God. Because I can do nothing without Him. I am at the end of my rope. I'm ready to give up. Lord, come and rescue me. Lord, come and save me. Lord, come and heal my child. God loves it when we're in this place. When we're desperate and hungry for Him. Because that means He gets all the glory. If that's you today, I want to pray for you. If you're tired of struggling with addictions and not living up to your full potential, or maybe you're going through the fire and you want to give up, let go of your self-sufficiency. Let go of your own agendas and surrender to the Lord Almighty. Sharpen your axe. 
Refine your inner man through fasting and praying. Get into the deep with God. I saw this analogy just recently. He was swimming in a kiddie pool. He was standing up in the kiddie pool and all the floaties and all of that and looking like he's swimming and he's dropping his anchor in the kiddie pool. It was foolish. It looked so silly. But that's how we look though. We say we want to get into the deep, but we don't want to go beyond our comfort zone. Can you do this to serve the kingdom? Can you do, oh, I'm not comfortable. Oh, what will people think? Just go for it. Just do it. Just do it. We want to remain in ankle deep commitment. Lukewarmness. Look like a Christ follower doing all the Christian things and having all the floaties to look the part. We look the part, but the heart is far from God. The heart is far from God. Get into a deep relationship with Jesus today. Submerge yourself. When a submarine is above the water, there's resistance. But when he goes deep, it's propelled forward. It's moving in his purpose. Fasting goes hand in hand with prayer. Let me say it again. Fasting goes hand in hand with prayer. You cannot fast without praying. We sharpen our axe by coupling prayer with fasting. Fasting on food or fasting on social media or whatever it is that God puts on your heart to fast. And for whatever length and and method, just go for it. Simple steps of obedience. Simple, faithful steps of obedience. And get into the word. Otherwise, it won't work. Develop a lifestyle of self-feeding. Get to know Him for yourself. Fall on your face. Cry out to God. Let your tears fall on your Bible as you're reading it. Joel 2.12 says, Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. A desperate cry, Lord, I am nothing without you. I need you, Lord. Sincere crying out to God with weeping and mourning, which means we are in communication with our Heavenly Father. Our voice is heard on high. Sharpen your axe with the Word of God. Feed your inner man so that your outer man may shine for Jesus. Say yes to Jesus today. Enough with the lukewarmness. Go into the deep. God is calling out. No point dropping the anchor in the kiddie pool. Surrender to Him. Consider fasting and praying on your own and with us as a church. And if today you feel far away from God, He's calling you home. He's calling you into a deep, intimate relationship. Maybe people misunderstood you. Maybe the church you went to in the past hurt you. But I want to tell you, Jesus is the only perfect Father. He's the only one who can love you perfectly. He's the only one who has died for your sins because that's what great love He has for you. That He would lay down His life for you even when you didn't know Him. And today, if you would say yes to Jesus on the count of three, I want you to click the button that says, raise a hand. If you're watching a Sunday morning, there's a button that will pop up in the chat that says raise a hand. And it's anonymous. We won't chase after you. But if you want to get plugged into our church, we would love to help you start this journey with Jesus. Or maybe you lost your faith and now you're coming back. You're struggling back. You're crawling back. 
Well, guess what? We serve a God who's gracious. And you can be part of Next Level Church. We're not perfect, but we will love you. And we will encourage you to run after Jesus. That's all we want to do. And so if that's you on the count of three, click that button. Raise a hand. One, two, three. Click that button right now. Yes. Yes. And if you're sitting with somebody who just made a decision. And at Next Level Church, we don't pray alone. We're a family in the kingdom of God. So let's pray together. Repeat after me to welcome Jesus into your heart. Let's all pray together. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Lord, I'm a sinner. I've messed up. I've tried it. But today, God, I surrender. I realize you are the only way. You are the only life. You are the only truth. Holy Spirit, power of God, fill me. Lord, my life is no longer my own, but I surrender it to you. Lead me, guide me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So right after this service, jump on Zoom. We would love to meet you and talk to you and encourage you. We are not a serious bunch all the time. We love to have fun. The joy of the Lord is our strength and and laughter is good medicine. But I also want to pray for those um, who want to go deeper in God and for the Holy Spirit's power to touch you and deliver you as you enter the season of uh, fasting and praying because God is calling you out to the deep. Fasting is starting tomorrow. That's February 1st, Monday. And we're going to go on for 21 days. If you can't do 21 days, that's okay. Do one week with us. Do seven days or do one day. Whatever it is, just take one step to the next level. Amen? And God is going to do a mighty thing in your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every single person that wants to go deeper in you. Father, I pray that they get disgusted being lukewarm and just dabbling and dibbling at the seashore, but that they will go not just ankle or knee deep or hip deep, but that they will submerge themselves in you, God. That they will take steps of faith. They will take risks of faith. And go deep in you. That they will attempt to walk on water to follow Jesus. That Father, that they will not be satisfied with what they've experienced so far. But that God, that you would increase their hunger and thirst for Jesus. That they will fall more deeply in love with Jesus. And I pray God that as we fast and pray together. That we will see chains broken. Breakthroughs. Freedom. And I thank you Jesus. Because you have made a way for us. And as we fast and pray, our voice is heard on high. And we thank you, God, for you are with us. And we are unstoppable because you are for us. And so, Father, I bless every single home, every single device, every single family. And I thank you, God, for calling each and every one for greatness. Because you have a purpose and a plan for their lives. In Jesus' name, I bless them. Amen, amen, amen. So jump on Zoom. We are also having communion together in just a few minutes on Zoom. So grab something close to bread, could be crackers, could be anything. And then grab something to represent the the grape juice, could be any juice, water, whatever you have. Just grab it and come on over to Zoom right now. And we would love to say hello to you. You don't have to turn on your camera. You don't have to say nothing, but just come on in. There's no pressure. We would love to have communion with you and uh, get to know you. Until next time, I'm Pastor Deshaun. We'll see you then.